LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Today I'm Madeline Golia. And I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Tell, Maddie, tell us some memories of being in a school hall as a, as a, as a pastor's kid. I have uh, very strong memories of we were at Rudy Hill High School for like 16 years and every time we would drive in, uh, we'd have all the kids stuff and all my friends would like disappear <laughs> because my mom would get them to take all the kids stuff up three flights of stairs. It sucked, yeah. The One Thing is brought to you thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. Over the past 10 years, we've helped plant 100 churches in Australia and we're aiming for 200 more by 2030. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, Rented Venues and Schools. Today, we've got Garnet Swan from Christ Central Presbyterian Church, and we're going to be speaking with him about this topic. Welcome, Garnet. Yeah, good day. Uh, it's good to uh, be with you, Scott and Maddie. Now, Garnet... Uh, you started, uh, well, now Christ Central, but it was Eaton's Hill Prezi, was Fresh Church, a mother-daughter church plant from Mitchelton Presbyterian Church about 14 years ago. Yeah, so it did, it, it, we, we launched 14 years ago. Uh, I was on staff at Mitchelton uh, back in the day, um, and there was a vision to plant uh, a church and see mission work continue in a, just in another part north of us in, on the north side of Brisbane. Um, so yeah, originally started with a core group of people that we launched around about um, 25 adults and plus uh, probably the same number of kids uh, back in the day, 14 years ago. Um, first of all, uh, started in a little classroom uh, at a place called uh, Eaton Hill State School. We've been actually in that school ever since then, but we've actually moved to a new building uh, that's been constructed, uh, a hall, a bigger space, but we've always been uh, located there on a Sunday. Can you, um, yeah, tell us a bit more about your experience of running church in a school? You know, one of the things we talked about early on was we wanted this to be ground zero for uh, our mission activity. And that's been an evolving process as we think about what mission looks like, what connecting to the school community looks like. And I think we've sort of gotten mm. better in terms of approaching that. And I think our, we've gotten clearer about how to do that. Um, can you give us? Can you give us a couple, two or three tips? Because I, I reckon people listening are going, okay, I just want to hear the two or three things. What, what, what yeah, are you doing? I think we, you know. So we do. We've done a range of things, um, like just to show that we're actually in that. Like we're not just tenants. We actually want to be there. We actually want to serve. And so we've done things like we do an annual working bee. Um, we've run uh, thank you afternoon teas for the teachers. Um, and so I mean. So we don't. So we want to communicate. We're not just tenants. We actually, we actually serve you. Actually, care for yeah. you. But actually, I think what we've discovered too, um, what's even better from a mission perspective is to really see church, uh, school, community mingling with our church community. Um, and so this is the opportunities for mingling, connection, knowing who we are. I think that's really what we're wanting to pursue. And one thing we're doing now is we're partnering with the school to run an outdoor movie night. Um, we actually used to do that, um, but now the school pinched it off us and ran it themselves. But it's actually even better because rather than just us running this school, um, sorry, this movie night, it's, it's us sponsoring 
what the school is doing. And we, um, we have a stall, uh, we have a tent where we give away uh, balloons and face painting and have a jumping castle. Um, we put on a little pre-movie trailer about our church. Um, so I think those sort of opportunities were actually in the community, present, getting to be known. I think they're, they're really good moments. Now, Garnet, are, are you in a primary school yeah, or a, a high school? Yeah, a state primary school. So can you tell, like you're 14 years mm. old, um, it made, made sense missionally probably when your core team were all young families and you know, had their kids in school, but I'm, I'm assuming your kids have grown up uh, and are no longer in the primary school. How have you kind of you know, re, you know, reinvested with people back into the school or, or yeah. you know, what's, what's happened there? That's a great there? observation. Um, so it's definitely been an evolving thing. So look, we, I made the decision personally that I would um, take a personal level of involvement in the school um, and from the get-go. And that played out by us, my wife and I sending our kids to that state school and being very involved in the school in terms of just getting to know people. I was on the PNC. Um, 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 and so I've actually made the decision myself to actually continue to be involved uh, within mm. the school. Um, yeah, I'm still on the PNC. I still um, engaged at that level. I think if you're going to be in a rental space like a school for a fairly long period of time, you've got to work that one out in terms of how you will keep connection going. I think, I think that's important um, to keep good communication happening as the, as the tenant, uh, as the landlord. Um, but also, I, you know, in our, in over the 14 years time, we've had, I think there's been six different principles. So like, so I think it's been good for me at least to actually continue on being present, being the point of connection for the school. Because there'd be an argument, you've got so much to do as a pastor, um, how important is that? Um, but, 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 but the venue is, the venue is critical though. Uh, it is. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And I think there's those moments where, you know, you get a call about, you know, we didn't turn the security system off right or some damage was caused. There's queries made about what happened. Mm. Um, you've just got to work out a process by which communication is clear and happening and resolving issues. So, I mean, if a church can work out that's not the lead pastor, I think that's a good thing too. Now, you painted a really beautiful picture there. What's been most difficult about working in a school? Yeah, um, there's plenty of challenges. Um, I think you need to manage your teams well. Um, so for 14 years, we've um, been doing, we're pretty good at setting up chairs now and packing them away. Um, and uh, so, I mean, for our first gathering is at 8.30. Uh, people would be coming in these days at about 6.30 uh, to start things going. Um, and that's a high level of commitment. That's a beautiful thing. That's an opportunity to serve. So it's, it's really, Garner, I just want to pick, really helpful. You didn't say it's been really difficult setting up and packing up chairs. You actually said, We've recognised the importance of managing teams. That's that's a really, really, really helpful insight. Another church leader in the network with experience in renting venues for Sunday gatherings is church consultant Mike Sams. Here is what he had to say. Here are three principles for uh, being a church in a, in a school environment that, that may be helpful uh, for you. The first one is going beyond what you're bound by. 
You may have an agreement, uh, some kind of contract which stipulates everything that, that you, you're bound to do. But if you take the approach that where you meet on a Sunday, that you, you will do more to help the, the school and, and what the place looks like and not just be bound by, well, if they left it that way, we leave it that way, um, or just fulfill your duties. But uh, look after the space with grace. Uh, that has a great impact over time on how the school sees you and, and it helps build foster, uh, foster healthy relationships. Secondly, in regards to classrooms, so you may have kids programs in classrooms and particularly in primary uh, uh, classrooms, to remember that that classroom is like almost like an extra uh, room in a house for a teacher. It's, it's their kingdom, if you like, on, on, during the week. That is their space. And so having the, the principle of uh, on a Monday when they turn up, there's no footprint that uh, your church has been around uh, in their space is a really good principle to have. Uh, that they'd have no idea that you were there. Having that goal is very helpful in fostering good relationships with those teachers. And thirdly, is to think about how can the church uh, uh, build and foster relationships with, with the school by uh adding to the community when uh, the space is being used. So are there events or moments that are being used uh, where you do things at church that you can uh, help the school with, whether that be Mother's Day events, Father's Day events, where you provide coffee or morning tea or whatever uh, that, that you, you could do, that you think about ways that the school can see that you care about them uh, and about the space that you're using. I think another thing is just being a, um, a presence within the community. Uh, I think, you know, I, I think it can be a good thing if you've got a physical building that people drive by. Even our mm. office space here is sort of tucked away in an um, in industrial sort of estate. Um, so I think it's about, you know, we, we put up a few signs on a Sunday morning, but you've really got to know that they're there still to pull into our car park. I don't think people are going to drive by and just spot, oh, that's a church. So we've had to think that one through. I think we're getting better at our social media presence uh, right now. We're actually we're, we're becoming more convinced that that's actually valuable for letting our community know because that's where they are. Um, and have you, have you always had a banner on the front of the school? Has that, has that ever been a problem to sort of say, hey, church meets here on Sunday? No, we, we have a permanent little sign on uh, one side of the school uh, which we've always had. It's a little sign and that's all we've been able to do. But on a Sunday morning, we put up the teardrop banners. We put out the sort of, the, you know, the canvas banner that goes across the fence, uh, all those sort of things. Yeah, it sounds like the school is very positive having you there. Like it's quite a strong relationship. Has that ever not been the case? Or Yeah, I think, um, I think it's been, I think it's overall been strong. I think... I think um, the thing to manage is you're, you're originally the first church plant and, oh, sorry, the church plant into the school. That original principal knows you well because you have that sort of initial conversation, building that connection. But I think the relationship with the school does um, evolve from there and develops. So I think you've actually got to keep working hard to have that relationship. Um, these days, the school tends to contact us to say, hey, when are we going to have that annual working bee from you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I, manual that's, I, I take that as a good thing um, because they're actually wanting us uh, to be there. So that's a positive thing.
And uh, are there any benefits that you've seen from renting instead of owning a venue? Um, yeah, um, I'm sh- there has been benefits, but don't hear me say, therefore, I'd never want a building. No, I, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, we're actually on a journey of, of working that one. Hashtag, so. uh, you know, fund D- central. That's right. You know, I think the benefit, I think the benefits have been there and I think it's been some, in some ways it's been the long-term view um, mm. I would say, I mean, we, a couple of things that we've done is we've advertised, we've done parenting courses, marriage courses that we've advertised in the school. Um, uh, we've had a, a sort of a, a drip feed of school people engage with that and come along to those events. Uh, I made a connection with um, a guy for my first day of prep at the school. And what I'm saying is that right now, both my wife and I, uh, in gospel, ongoing gospel conversations with someone from a marriage course that we ran in the school years ago. I'm in a gospel conversation with someone I met in prep years ago, a parent. Um, so if you treat the, the, the school as a place where you're going to be and make connections and build friendships and be genuine about that, um, then there, there, are missionary, there are mission opportunities for sure. Um, can I can I ask about the finance the finance cost side of things because because yeah. having a property yeah great opportunities but it costs money renting a profit property often it's it's fairly inexpensive yeah um, yeah I think I mean I think when we first planted as well there was something that was sort of you know we we didn't have a building we were agile we were mobile we could just sort of spread out into the community the neighborhood and do things. I think that was really good. I think that's the sort of the spirit of a church plan and you're entrepreneurial and you just get into it. Um, um, and so not having the cost of that has been good. I would say, though, again, we're actually, we actually are thinking through how we might uh, use a building, a, a plot of land as a tool to do better ministry and multiply ministry. So... Um, yeah, certainly we think of, oh, wow, the cost of, you know, land and loans and all those things. But actually, if we could use it as a tool for ministry expansion, I think we'd do it. Um, that's just where we're at right now as a church. Can I just ask, Anna, have you been putting aside money for a building purchase the last sort of 14 no, years? No, we have not. Great okay, idea. so can I encourage any church planners out there, put aside, you know, start putting aside some, you know, some money. For two reasons. One, so you've got a deposit on a piece of land. Mm. The other, you demonstrate to a bank or a lending body that you can put aside, uh, you know, a significant chunk of money. I think our our push and our desire is always to sort of get staff and pay for staff. But there's a there's a real uh, you know there's a real opportunity there to sort of build a case for um, you know for for a building. Great idea. Um, now, Garnet, we've seen a lot in the news about. Um, I, I guess we've experienced gospel climate change and we've seen the precariousness of, you know, the state, you know, state church relationship and particularly in, in these shared spaces, um, very quickly a news cycle can sort of get out of control and a, and, and a church planter or a church leaders, you know, starting to worry and be concerned with, you know, well, will I have a building? Um, how, how have you, I guess, managed that, managed that relationship that you're in a school property you're in a diverse community with very, you know, different views, sure. you know, to the church. How have you managed that? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think we became more alert to that reality probably about um, five odd years ago when stories were even coming out that, um, you know, groups were trawling church websites and uh, uh, looking at what was being taught, you know, the Bible's teaching on sexuality, for instance. Um, we had to think that one through. We wanted to be in the school. We also wanted to be wise and shrewd. Um, um, we actually made the decision um, in terms of our website and our recording of talks that we wouldn't uh, just have the endless bank and library of all talks we've ever given on a Sunday. Uh, what we decided to do was to uh, have the most recent series uh, plus a selection of about five or six others that tend to be the most recent ones as well just as a way of, I guess, in our mind, just mitigating the sense of someone is that determined to just scour every talk that we've given to uh, find those, have those gotcha moments. Um, and uh, that was the decision we made, um, you know, whether that's judged as a, as a gutless thing, I guess that's up to others, but it was just sort of our, our desire to be shrewd with the venue that we're renting, um, not, compromising on what the bible teaches but when it comes down to people who are just out to you know do that gotcha thing we didn't really want to just provide them with that ammunition i guess that that's really helpful and and to pick those five talks with the outsider in mind uh you know or the or the christian coming in and wanting to find out what church is really is really helpful can i just ask sort of a legal question how did how have you always had a like a long a long term lease arrangement has that been a year to year thing a, you know a five year thing have you got some advice for church leadership teams church parish councils or church sessions as they think about that yeah oh, i think it would be depend on your landlord in terms of the venue and the school and what you have our arrangement is that they can kick us out um, uh, with one month one month's notice how about that so um, that wow. gives us that keeps things fairly tentative and you know in a sense fraught but in a sense what we've done is we've i think underneath that there's a foundation of good relationship and that's what we've sought mm -hmm. to build so yeah that's the reality that we live with and we need to be always cognizant of that of that potential now we have four quick tips when considering renting a venue or school uh, point one not all venue costs are monetary thinking to set up and pack up for your teams each week? Are they going up three flights of stairs? Thinking to location, maybe it renting, maybe you're renting, it's the cheaper option, uh, but it's not in the area of the people you want to reach and vet your venue thoroughly. Otherwise there could be some cost down the track if due diligence isn't done. Point two, get a building you can grow into. You don't want a building uh, that's the perfect size for your current congregation. You want to be able to grow significantly in the one location if possible. Point three, leave the venue better than you found it. Uh, it's especially important given your church. Uh, if not, this could damage your reputation or leave the school or landlord with a tainted view of the local church. And point four, consider kids. Do you have enough rooms for them? Are the rooms safe? Is the playground or oval gated? Does it lead onto a main road? These are just four tips from around the web to consider uh, when wanting to vet, uh, rent a venue or a school for your church. Garnet, you've been there 14 years, so I'm sure you've had a conflict, you know, without using names. Uh, and we know the school and we know you've got a great relationship. 
can you tell us how to how you know what advice would you have for a pastor who's you know got a potential conflict with a school yeah i just think this is an opportunity to show grace and be gracious um and we've had those moments where uh you know school might ring up on the monday and say hey we've noticed this damage and you know we might you know our response might be actually we know that damage was there before or you know we've actually have left the school cleaner than we even found it anyway you know on the sunday morning but i just think the i think all we can do is actually be um, gracious and our attitude has always been let's just respond to those queries or concerns as soon as possible and get on top of those things as soon as possible because in the end it's actually about the long-term relationship and you know those little angsty moments that might be there they do actually come and go but i think you've got to keep the long-term view of actually this is a significant important relationship that we want to maintain mm. and that's actually why i've decided to actually be the point of contact because Sometimes, you know, if it's a volunteer who's working during the day and they get, you know, someone tries to contact them, um, they sometimes can't get on top of those things as quick. So for me, I've just made that choice to actually be that point of contact so I can respond ASAP. And now, Garnett, what is the one thing that you want to say about rented venues? Yeah, thanks, Matty. I think the one tip I'd give is that rather than just seeing yourself as a tenant in that space, actually take, take, it, take the opportunity to be on mission and be connected and build those relationships. And there's plenty of opportunities if you do that. Mm, that's great. Scott, what's in the toolbox? Well, a couple of resources from across the web. So our good friends at Lifeway Leadership have done a great episode on uh, New Churches uh, podcast, episode 350, Choosing a Church Planning Venue in an Already Existing Church. So just a helpful viewpoint. Um, the second is a... Uh, is just a resource from Life Church. Uh, so they have, uh, they're a multi site church in the States, quite a large one. Uh, just a resource on uh, finding, you know, finding a church location, again, just to help you. And the final resource, uh, I, there's, a, there's a group called Portable Church in the States. I love going on the website. They're not in Australia, unfortunately, they're in, they're in the US, but they've got these cool, um, you know, cool kits, you know, sort of to, Kind of you kind of you know pull open the open the trailer and kind of church gets sort of set up, but I I just have always found their resources really helpful just in sort of thinking about you know AV tech uh, location how to how to how to use things well. So a group called Portable um, Portable Church. We'll just put the the link in the show notes. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Garnet, um, and sharing your wisdom and insight into renting schools and venues. Uh, we'd also love to see you all at the Reach Australia Conference. So it's held in nine state-based hubs from 1 to 8 p.m. on the 18th and 19th of May. We'll have meals together, singing, live music in each location. Uh, to register, go to reachaustralia.com.au to get your tickets. I'm Madeline Galea. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon. <laughs>